Everybody, this is Seth Emerson. Over there is Jeff Schultz, and I guess there's no way other to open right now than Jeff. How are you doing? <laughs> well, I had a little uh, coughing problem right before we uh, went on the air here, but I'm okay now. Uh, fortunately, uh, I just yeah, have I tried a not to make a joke because that's not a good joke. Yeah. Okay. So, um, you are at home, your, your children are out of the house, mine right. are not. So the, the um, we're, we're dealing with two different situations. Let me, let me say how this show is going to go right now. Number one, my kids are having quiet time. I just, uh, finished some homeschooling this morning. I, I taught my son about the first amendment and freedom of speech, freedom of the press, freedom of assembly, freedom of religion. And then I beat him in air hockey. <laughs> um, so that's what my days are going like, but um, taking a break right now. I, I think that in this day and age, and I tweeted this yesterday, if you want pessimism, if you want the bad news, you can get it other places, most places. I don't want to, I, I just, I'm not really in the mood for that anymore. Um, I don't want to close out from bad news. I, I mean, we're, we're news people here. This is what we do. Sometimes we have to impart bad news. Um, but and I don't want to say something really flowery, overly flowery, like we're going to shine a light in these dark times or whatever via this one half hour podcast episode or however long it is. But we're, we're going to talk a little bit at the outset because I have some thoughts about the whole notion of when will sports return, um, which we're just going to be speculating about. But I want to talk about it because I have some thoughts. But then at the end, we're going to talk about uh, the cool list that The Athletic did today on the top 100 movies of all time and Jeff and I will offer some thoughts and I will offer some thoughts about how the movie that I consider my favorite sports movie was criminally low um, so let's go I'm ready uh, if, if you do not want to hear the when will sports return because of all this argument you know you can probably fast forward about 15 minutes to the sports movies selection but yes. Jeff so last week Kirk Herbstreet mm-hmm. makes waves that you know, he doesn't see there's a way that football is going to come back this fall. And then some other people have jumped on. Um, I actually haven't mm-hmm. talked to you. Most of the time we do talk and exchange thoughts on this. So we, I, I honestly don't know what you're going to say. My What I'm going to say about it, my brief summation, and then I can expand on it later, is I thought he was being way premature. Mm-hmm. And I think ultimately he's mm-hmm. incorrect. Jeff, Williams. Oh, I thought you were going to go along. Oh, no, I, I agree completely with you. I, I think – and, and look, I think we, we all like Kirk Herbert. He's a good guy, and I think he's really good at what he does. Um, but I think the extent of his uh, medical knowledge uh, and scientific education is probably the same as mine. And the extent of mine is um, I once mm-hmm. was pretty good at the game of operation. And that's, that's you know, except for the wrench tankle. That, once again, dating that one was up. Yeah, that one was a tough one. But I um, – look, I – I've actually, over the last few weeks, spoken to some sports executives, you know, off the record and people in the industry about, you know, where they think this this is going. And I've spoken to in in all in baseball, football and basketball. And basically, Mm -hmm. 
it really comes down to two things. Number one, everybody wants to go back to work. Everybody wants to start sports again, uh, not just for the entertainment and diversion factor, but for, but you know, for their fans, for the uh, to give people something to do, and for and for the economy, and because sports, uh, as I as I alluded to in a column yesterday, can be part of a healing process. So that's number one. So everybody agrees mm-hmm. on that. The problem is number two, which is that nobody wants to do it without doing it safely. And so you really basically have three options here. One is what we have now, which is you don't do anything. Two is you bring games back um, with no fans and and somehow stage events in you know in some hyperbolic chamber or something, a protective bubble out in the middle of nowhere. Or three, you you just wait until you could have games in arenas again. Um, on specifically, and we could expand on that if you want. Specifically on Herb Street's comments, um, look, I think if we dial this back a few weeks, I think I referenced on a podcast that nobody really knows where this is going because this is something without right. a blueprint. It's a virus. It's a germ. We don't know what they're going to do. Um, but I think speculation is 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 borderline. Was, I understand we are sort of in the speculation business in terms of where where is this going? Everybody wants to know what's going to start up, but it is kind of irresponsible. I agree with you. I do think everything's on the table. I do think it's a possibility we're not going to have football. Um, simply when you look at the, the calendar as you back things up, but we don't know. We really don't know. Right. Um, and before I share any more thoughts, I'll I'll jump to you. Right. I, I think we're on the same page. What what I don't like is that – and I, I like Kirk Herbstreit. I've talked to him, and every time I've talked to him, and I think he's a really great good guy. announcer. And a great guy, a very um, smart guy too. Yeah. you know, And, and I think he, you know, he means well here. The, the thing is I, I think there's this rush to be right to predict the next mm-hmm. outcome. Sports shut down so right. quickly. It happened just like that. I'm snapping my fingers if you can't hear it. It just happened so suddenly that now we're we're jumping to like what's the next thing and and it seems like we've jumped to football and i can i i spoke to I've, i spoke to a couple people in the know about this and, and one person you know notable person um who said last week told me the day after the herb street comments appeared that people were um kind of ticked at him because what you do is you know, you have other voices there too, and and they become the, the doom and gloomers become a little bit louder, and they're the ones whose voices are penetrating. But he said it, and we know that it was going to get worse before mm-hmm. it got better. So let's look at the timeline. So there's this people start now voicing this idea that football won't come back, or that baseball will be canceled, um, basketball won't come back, etc. And they're saying it, and then it starts to get worse. The headlines are going to get worse. I mean, look at the the headlines that we're seeing out of Washington. People, you know, what Fauci is predicting and everything. We know it's going to get worse, but then it will eventually get better. So you don't want to rush into a decision on anything. And I don't think the powers that be are going to rush into a decision. But they, you also don't want to pressure them into right. something. And you'll you'll start to give them pressure if you've said March. 22nd or whatever it is that football is not going to happen and then the next month is bad news but then we reach peak things ebb we have more testing i mean i'll, I'll set aside the vaccine thing um you know but, but if then we get to like what what if a decision is rushed into and we get to july 1st 
and everything's fine. And we're like, oh, crap. Why did we rush into right. a decision in right. April? Um, I, I And I was texting with an administrator um, that I've, I've known through the years, and he put it in a way, so I'll just read you what he said. I don't know what the rush is to make a decision or have an opinion on this. There's too many unknowns. Being that none of us are infectious disease experts, it's crazy to have such strong opinions on what's going to right. happen. I, I just don't like this idea <clears throat> that we're we're starting to create this I, I don't want there to be a snowball effect, Jeff, of pressure on people about football season or even baseball. I want baseball to come back. That's let's let's get that first, even if it's July. You know, um, I just I don't understand this rush to judgment. It's it's March. What's today? March thirtieth. Yeah, March twenty ninth. Taping this. On- I mean, it's not even April right. yet. Let's let's let this play out. And and by the way, I I also to balance this out a little bit. The people who have been saying from the beginning that this whole thing was hysteria <laughs> yeah. and a hoax yeah. and whatever, I hope nobody listens to them yeah. ever again. On any yeah, on you know on the football aspect, um, I'll, I'll switch to pro. Even though we're this is a Georgia broadcast, so I'll, I'll switch to pro a little bit. You know, um, the NFL has has been criticized somewhat for operating as if to some degree nothing's going on. Now they they obviously canceled travel and and whatever um, related to uh, events and workouts and pro days leading up to the draft. But they they haven't really done anything yet to disrupt their calendar. Um, And and I sort of like the way that they are going about it. It's like, let's see if we can do this next thing. Then let's see if we can do this next thing. Let's see. And I really honestly, for as much as Roger Goodell and, and the league deserves criticism on on some things um, and and optics of some things. I, I I don't really have a problem with the way the NFL has gone about it, you know, because we like you said and we've talked about we don't really know what's going to happen three weeks from now, four weeks from now, eight weeks from now. Um, so there it does seem premature mm-hmm. to say we're not going to play football in the fall. And again, I understand that. People are just speculating about things like that. And all I've said is everything's on the table. Um, the only issue I've had is, honestly, throughout this whole thing is when Roger Goodell, the other day, when they came out with a memo or a memo was leaked to all the owners that basically say, you know, all of our owners and our management council, you know, is in is in 100% unanimous agreement that we should have the draft uh, in April and that's what we're going to do. And by the way, if anybody complains about it, you might be disciplined. Well, <laughs> right. well, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. When did when did the First yeah. Amendment become a problem here? And also, if you're so convinced that that people are unanimous in this decision, why are you even threatening? Why are you threatening discipline? Since that wouldn't be an issue. So that's that's been the one th- the one misstep that I think the NFL has has had in this. I actually asked Arthur Blank about it the other day. And he sort of he sort of sidestepped it a little bit, but they are operating right now. The NFL is operating right now as if they're going to play the season, um, and I have and there's no mm-hmm. problem. I have no problem with that. Um, if it gets to the point that they play games when it looks like they shouldn't be playing games, then then I would have a problem with it. But to this point, I have no problem with it. Um, uh, the what college football has been interrupted basically with spring games and spring practice. That doesn't necessarily have right. to have a ripple effect on the regular season um the next decision i guess seth am i wrong would be when do you open summer camps would that be correct is that really kind of the next thing yeah um 
I mean, it, this thing escalated so quickly, Jeff, that, I mean, it, it seems, I, I don't, I'm actually not sure whether it seems long ago or a short time ago that the NCAA tournament was canceled. Like how quickly mm-hmm. we went from, all right, they, they need to cancel the SEC tournament. It's not important. And the ACC tournament's not important enough. And, um, you know, we'll just worry about the NCAA tournament and we'll get to next week. And then like within less than 24 hours, NCAA tournament's canceled. And in retrospect, it was all the right decision. Everything was the right decision. It's too bad, but what I, I I've used this. I don't know. I, look, before I, I I use this comparison because some people have cautioned me against it. Let me just say that I'm not comparing the situations because they're two different situations. But I lived in Washington D.C. Um, when 9/11 happened and in the aftermath and. The and honestly, I don't know how it was in the rest of the country outside of like DC and New York, but I know everywhere we went in Washington, we were wondering when the next attack was going to happen. And I, I have to go by the Capitol today. Am I going to get hit? Um, you know, this plane that's flying over, you know, what's going on there? And it, you know, another attack didn't happen. Um, this could end up like being worse, you know. For a lot of reasons, it's more stretched out and everything. But the one thing I find similar is just kind of this, you know, you immediately go from not worried about anything to maybe perhaps worried about everything. And um, I, I think we just need to settle down. We need to let this play out and we need to listen to the experts. And, you know, the, the experts aren't telling us to that life will never be the same and that the rest of your summer is shot. You know, they're, they're saying go inside, stay home unless you need to stay, you know, you need to go out, you know, grocery shopping even then, although it doesn't help the Instacart shoppers go on strike today, but that's a whole other thing. But, um, but listen to what the experts are saying. And the sooner we do that, and it's a good thing that there are football coaches out there saying this because that, that has to maybe be what gets through to people. Um, Jeff, you live in Atlanta. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I've, I've heard these stories, reports of the parks, you right. know, that there, there's a lot of people in them right. for some reason. Um, I can say that the only time I've, I mean, I went out the other day, um, to this mom and pop shop, uh, to get some eggs and produce, but we did it in such a way that we were like six feet away from each other. We, you know, put wipes on everything and, and otherwise, all I've done leaving the house or leaving the neighborhood is go for runs. I went for a run this morning and it was, you know, dead. I was like, that's good. I, I wish it was like that everywhere because we need to do this for a little bit, a few weeks, maybe a month, and then we'll get our sports back. Yeah, hopefully. and 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 on that, I, and I'm not really speculating right now in terms of when it starts or when it restarts. So I think I'm safe here, and I'm not going to go down the Kirk Curb Street roll, but road, right. but um. You know, the three options earlier that I talked about, you know, which is basically don't play, play but with no fans or play with fans. Um, I, you know, in terms of playing with no fans and and let's stick to college football here, I'm having a really hard time with that even being addressed as a possibility. Um, I, I don't have as big a problem with it in basketball, which I do think they are really seriously looking at because mm-hmm. we're talking about fewer players and and a smaller court and, gen- and arenas are obviously aren't as big as they are in football and and baseball um so I, I it would be weird 
but I, I could sort of see the NBA and and well, I'll just stick with the NBA. I could sort of see the NBA and to some degree even hockey going down that road. You know, everybody, all the athletes being tested, and certainly mm-hmm. in basketball and TV officials. You know, as they drop their equipment off, I could see all that being being done and tested and and with games. But you know, we're here in the South and. <laughs> I cannot imagine the possibility of football being played without fans, particularly college football. Mm-hmm. I mean, can you imagine an SEC game, whether it's wherever it's held, whether it's in Sanford Stadium or Tuscaloosa or Auburn or Gainesville or Knoxville with an empty stadium? I mean, one of the things, if not the thing that separates college football from pro football and, and really other sports in general is the scene and the pageantry and the fans and the tradition. And and you take all that away, and it's just a football game. And it's not like the football quality in the SEC, although with some debate this is better than football quality in the NFL. It's everything else connected to it that makes it that makes it right. special. And I – here's the but. That's okay. If you give – okay, if you, if you give people the choice and say the only way football is going to come back is if there's no fans – then I think they'll take. You it. might be right. I think. Um, I, think I think it'll be polarizing. We we don't we we just don't know what the world's going to look we like don't. come right. September first. And you you know what that gets back to. We don't have to make right. that call right now. Right. Um. You know. I, I I want I want baseball back. Like that's my first priority. I know that there's people out there that want the NBA back and and to finish the season and NHL back and finish the season, MLS back and finish the season. And I, I would bet that fans of all those teams or all those sports would say. You know, ideally back with fans, but if the only way it's going to come back is without fans and they make it work for the participants, which obviously doesn't just include the players, but coaches, trainers, whoever else, then everyone will take that because they need the distraction. And that's the other thing that I think is going to happen is is like that we, we're, we're going to need the distraction and people, I think, are going to be desperate for there to be a way to make it work safely, as you said earlier, like. Um, and, and because they were prepared to do this, by the way, they were prepared to play in the NCAA tournament without fans. Um, so we may work our way back to having sports yeah. that way. Yeah. Well, it'd be interesting. I'm, I'd, I, I'd be curious if the players are behind it, the coaches behind it. I mean, the owners are, you know, in the case of pro or behind it. Um, but like you said, we'll, we'll figure, we'll right. F- the players have to <clears throat> feel like they're right. Safe. I mean, they have to feel like we're, we're not just the, you know, guinea pigs we're not being put out there like right you know we need to be safe right. we're too. not just when we i can't just, put ourselves in danger so that the rest of the world can and, be and we're not just there so that you know television people and other people can make money you know i mean lebron james has already i know come out and said he doesn't want to do the you know the nba thing but but we'll see we'll we'll see what happens i i uh right now i'm, I'm just having a hard time wrapping my head around sports with empty arenas um um, mm-hmm. and, 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 I mean, and not like a one-off game or a one-off tournament like we saw in the SEC tournament or something like that. I, I I'm talking about like entire yeah. seasons or parts of seasons. It's just, it's, 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 it's a tough, it's a tough thing for me to, to get, to, to jump in because, um, it, it's just bizarre. <laughs> it's just, it would be so bizarre. Yeah. It's bizarre, but it's, it's better than, it's better than not having anything. And right now, not having yeah. anything pretty—it you know, stinks. I mean, it's, yeah. look, 
it's not as bad as people that are going through this. I mean, like Joe Diffie died yesterday um, from complications from COVID. You know, I, I listened to his songs, you know, uh, you know, and John Deere Green is one of my, you know, I, I like that song. And, um, you know, John Prine, John, you know, yeah, a lot John of people, are, you know, he's yeah. going through. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is, you know, the number one thing has to be safety. Um, that, that, let that be stated. I just think we, we need to listen to the experts and let things calm down, settle down. This is so new. That's the thing is that this is so new that I don't think it's useful to speculate right now about football season. Um, you know, I, I just, and I think people also need a light at the end of the tunnel, but they also on some level, I think also maybe need to be threatened, <laughs> like do the social distancing thing. Don't go out or yeah, you might lose football in 2020. Maybe that'll work. All right. <clears throat> anyway, let's go to the movies. So we brought everybody yeah. down. Yeah, let's go to movies. All right. Hey, all right. Um, so the Athletic did a list of the top 100 sports movies as voted on by employees of the Athletic. And um, Jeff, do you have the list? In can front I just of start? You, can I just start with something? Remember here? it. Go. Okay, I could play more. You're kind of faint, you, you, but I'm going to guess this is the this is Brian's song. That was the theme. That was the uh, theme to Brian's song. And um, okay, so uh, first first of all, in full disclosure, I could replay more if you want, but I don't want to. You know, uh, no, don't. In full disclosure, I did not. V- I did not vote in the poll because, frankly, I forgot to. Um, Neither did I. <laughs> however, yeah, I completely <laughs> forgot. Yeah, and I wish I had. So, but actually, yeah. the good the good news is that that I, you and I still reserved a right to, to say, "Oh my God, who voted in this? What a bunch of idiots!" You know, um, right? So, right. So we. <laughs> so the now I will say this: if you haven't checked it out, it's a very cool list and. I, it's a very it's cool a very list. cool I, list. I now there are a number of movies in here that, frankly, you know, don't even deserve to be in the garbage disposal. That's how bad. I mean, forty nine Foxcatcher, fifty Uncut Gems. My wife and I just start Foxcatcher. Well, that here, yeah. Here's the thing: is like, are these yeah, exactly? Movies? Well, like, look, fifty one, fifty one rounds. Okay, number eight. OJ yes. number yes. eight is OJ Made in America. That was a great <laughs> documentary. I loved it. That's Number not a sports 51 movie. Rounders is one of my all-time favorite movies. I'm sorry, poker is not a sports movie. Okay, that's just my personal view. Mm-hmm. Uncut Gems, well, I don't want to go in there. Okay, we 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 start Okay, let's just go back to Well, okay, and and number 13 is Caddyshack. I I right. love Caddyshack. I mean, but I mean that that one's a little bit more a, a little bit. Like a are we counting bit. that as Now a the reason movie? Okay, right, the here, reason here, I can I just get back yeah, to my go. intro here. The reason I yeah. played Brian's song is because Seth and and I, I I try not to do this publicly, but here on this podcast, I'm going to bear a little bit of my soul and my past. Okay, there's only two things in my youth that I cried at. One was Frosty the Snowman when Frosty melted at the end. Okay, I did not see that coming as a kid. I did not. I did not see it coming. And then they play the song. Don't worry, he'll be back next year. And I I kind (laughs) of. Did that, you know, sniffle thing. And sure enough, you know, mm-hmm. next year he was there. But then I cried again at the end next year. I just, so I just, I was emotional blubber in that movie. The other movie I cried at was Brian's song. 
Okay, which for those if you haven't seen this movie, you must it 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 destroyed me as a kid because I didn't know Brian Piccolo died in real life. <laughs> so oh, I was young and dumb. So James, James Conn is still alive. Yeah, James Conn is still alive. Yeah. Billy D. Williams um, still and Count Lando So Calrissian, for those who don't know, it's alive. the story of Gail Sayers and Brian Piccolo, two Chicago Bears running back, two Chicago Bear running backs, and they were roomed together, one black, one right, and you know Brian Piccolo gets hurt and die, it gets sick and dies and whatever, and that's the theme song to the movie. Now the reason you will not find Brian's song anywhere on this list of 100 movies that includes uncut gems and fox cut. Fox, whatever, and and Bloodsport, and oh my God, Space Jam at eighty nine. What the hell? Now again, it's a good list, but seriously, yeah. But Brian's song is not on this list because um, the parameters of this list was it couldn't be a television movie. Now I did watch it on television, but I hadn't really thought about this until that came out. That's wasn't OJ Made in America uh, television. That's a good point, movie? actually. Yeah. Yeah, that actually, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, anyway, yeah. I mean, so look, yeah. So I, I'll, before I yeah, get to my I, top I, the, five, I'll go ahead. Yeah. you can talk. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, all right. Well, then I'll I'll, I'll go to my top. Well, you five. can just ramble uh, too if you want. We got time. Or I may ramble a little bit, but I, I knew what my number one was, and my great disappointment was that when I went to this list, I had to keep scrolling down to it until I got to it at number thirty-one, thirty-one, which was the, na- the okay, natural. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I quote that regularly. I quoted The Natural in my engagement letter to my wife, um, which, you know, God. I'm, not, I'm still I'm not get, sure she appreciated it. Depend, depending on what line it was. Okay. I could have. <laughs> yeah. Um, I assume it wasn't I, the scene where Robert Redford gets shot. I, <laughs> no. My... Uh, my my mom wanted me to be a farmer. My dad wanted me to be a baseball player. Well, you're the best damn one. Hello, I've Kirsten. Kirsten, where are you the going? Best damn hitter I've ever seen. Put on a uniform. <laughs> like, what is this right. with getting married? To me? And she's sitting there. It um, says like, "Don't worry, I'll get to the line in a second. <laughs> yeah. Well, I look. All right. So number one is Rocky, and number two is Raging right. Bull. Uh, Rocky, okay. You know, <laughs> Raging Bull. I just never I got. got. It. Yeah. No, I agree. Okay. I, it, yeah. No. Yeah. You know, and I, I'm ashamed to admit this. Number three, Hoop Dreams. I've never actually seen. I, it, I need to see it. What I was, it, I was pleasantly it's good, but I surprised put in number three. that yeah. Miracle. I was pleasantly surprised that Miracle was number five overall. Um, I just watched that two weeks ago with my six year old son who did not know how it ended <laughs> in real life, and he loved it. Um, and we've been like me and Brian Pickle. Oh my God, he died. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, Miracle was really well done. Uh, you know, recreating a real life event yes. um, yeah. that happened, and and it just makes you feel good. It, it's 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 a movie that if you want to feel good, by the way, go watch that right now. It's the kind of movie we need right now. Um, and a lot, you know what? Maybe maybe this is my problem with Raging Bull uh, and some of the others is is that you know I I, I want to feel mm-hmm. good right now, and you know I want something that makes me feel good, and so. I would say that my top five, and this reveals like, probably reveals a lot about me because a lot of these movies came out within the same five-year time period with the exception of Miracle, which came out in 2004. But my top five would be in no particular order, The Natural, Field of Dreams, Bull Durham, Hoosiers, and Miracle. Okay. Well, we had two overlaps. I uh, 
I had a problem with um, uh, this is a little bit we could debate. I, I see. I think it's a sport. I, I would put Cool Runnings, which came in at '84. I would put it much higher. I was on the Jamaican bobsled team, and that was such mm-hmm. a cool story. And I and I I liked the way that was portrayed. Uh, Rudy, while in general was vastly overrated, I thought it was a good movie. I was surprised it only came in at '76. I thought Glory Road, which Rudy's pretty pretty close. Yeah, for me. I'm, yeah. I'm, I I Ru- like Rudy a lot more than right. a lot of people. No, I, no, I liked Rudy. Um, Glory Road came in at '82. I was stunned that that was that load. That was low um, for anybody who hasn't seen that. Yeah, um, it's it's a great story. I tell you what, and I think Bruce Feldman actually shared this on Twitter. I'm stunned that North Dallas Forty was only in the '40s. They came in at '45. That's a great that was movie. a great movie, and great, and yeah. and based on you know real stuff that was. That at that time nobody right. was talking about, you know, publicly, and and mm-hmm. so it was like ball four, correct, right, like yeah, yeah, it was the football version of ball four, exactly, which has not been made into a movie as right. far as I know. Um, so my five, um, and this will shock you because Miracle, for as big as a hockey fan I as I am, um, Miracle did not crack my top five. It was close. Um, number five, I'm going to go backwards here. Uh, number five, I have Hoosiers. Um, great on so many levels. Love okay. the Dennis Hopper role. Um, and, and it's yeah. based on a true story. Uh, number four, Bull Durham, because I just love minor league baseball and because the cast is just amazing. And I could go on on about Susan Sarandon, yep. but I'll stop right there. Uh, <laughs> number three, Rocky. I almost did not li- I loved Rocky, but it's kind of like at this point I'm sick of Rocky and I thought, but I, I can't put it in the top. I cannot not put it in the top five. So I, I put Rocky at three. Um, I put Slapshot at two <laughs> because while mm-hmm. while I understand, also yeah, good. it's just it's hilarious. And um, I probably have a I, I feel like I have a little bit of a connection to Slapshot, too, because the Hanson brothers, one of them, it was actually in real life. One of them was Steve Carlson, who who played in the NHL. And I and I knew him a little bit in L.A. So. But huh. uh, yeah, so Slapshot is number two. And number one, I was comforted by how high it was on this list because um, I thought, oh, this is a great movie that's going to be buried like in the 80s. And it actually came in at number seven on our list, Breaking Away. Um, it's a little bit outside yeah. the box. For those who haven't seen it, particularly now, it's a great thing to try to find on Netflix or Amazon. It, Believe it or not, it's about a, a bicycle race, which I believe is actually true right i mean i think this race actually takes place it's called the little yeah but how this this falls to me under how much of it is a sports movie and how much of it is just a youth coming well i mean i i I don't know it's it's cycling i i so you know i i think all sports movies aren't just about the sport right it's about the storyline so right i mean are you gonna make the same the same argument about like remember the titans i mean it's it's you know, there was it wasn't just about a high school football. Well, team. speaking of which, I'm going through yeah. the list, and look, I, I, if we're going to throw out OJ Made in America, which I think it sounds like you and I both are, um, as a football yeah. movie, because we, you know, the highest one, the highest football movie on here is Remember the Titans at 26. Right. Friday Night Lights comes in at 29, mm-hmm. which for people who may not be aware, uh, very good. Uh, movie before it was a very good and series should be, and should be higher and then the next football movie quote unquote is jerry Maguire. yeah and that, which again it's, it, you yeah. could debate how much of a sports movie that is and then that's it so 
Oh, North, North Dallas, Dallas 40, 40 should, number be, 45. should be above all of so, them. So now, I'm look, we're not saying that the list we're doing at The Athletic is the be-all, end-all. Clearly not, because you and I you, you include, and I didn't vote on it. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, okay. But football, as big a deal as it is in America, and you and I are sitting here doing a show that's you know mainly about football right. most of the time, has, and this is including the OJ Made in America documentary, which we don't think should count, Football has only five of the top 50. Yeah, I, I don't know um, why that is. I just don't think there have been a lot of great... That's always been the thing. It's hard to football make... football movies. I maybe think, maybe because... Yeah. The Longest Yard is in there. Yeah. Uh, big Fan, which I've never even but seen. But even that, is uh, that really Rudy, a football you know? movie? Is Prison Guards, right? Isn't that The Longest Yard with no, Burt Reynolds? No. Am I... Am I? Wildcats. No, no, again, that's uh, just... We Are Marshall, which I, you know, I thought it was good. Heaven Can Wait is a very good one from the yeah. 70s. For a long time, the only time the Rams um, Varsity Blues. The, I never saw the pro, is the program on here? I don't think the program is on here. Uh, was that the one here's, with, here's was a that little, the one with I, here's a, No, uh, oh, that's Blue, Blue Chips. Chips. The program is the one with James Kahn um, as the head coach. And here's the interesting thing about the program, which I think was filmed at South Carolina, the campus of South Carolina. Like, you can tell it's williams bryce in some uh situations but both the program the the team pro is a made-up program but they play real teams and their last game they beat the same team that rudy beats at the end of rudy and records the sack and whatever spoiler alert sorry who is that team uh georgia tech yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> Georgia Tech, the foil, <laughs> the team that gets beaten at the end of two yeah. football movies. Great little nugget for Georgia fans to pull out on their Georgia <laughs> Tech friends. Um. So yeah, it's that's a whole new oh other podcast, and I, I don't you know I mean we could we could go on forever about this subject, but that's something that, you know it, it's hard to do football movies. Apparently. Yeah. Or it, I, not yeah, as, I don't know. You know, not as easy as it is to do some other sports. I mean, I mean. Boxing movies are, I mean, you know, individual, you know, small guy overcomes big guy, you know, kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, baseball movies, there's so much history there and it's it's woven into, you know, it's, it's our national pastime. I mean, I don't, I, I don't know why. I mean, look, I love the Bad News Bears, but should that be 19 on our list? You know, I, it's just... You know, what I mean, it's, it's a good, like, and I don't mean the uh, I don't mean the modern version. Yeah. I mean, no, it, know, I, the, yeah, the yeah, yeah. I get. It. I just, um, yeah, I think clearly, if we do this again, we're going to have to tell everybody how they need to vote and what the parameters should be because I think it's <laughs> really screwed up. <laughs> well, I mean, but I'm sitting here. the The top five I would have has three baseball, one hockey, one basketball, um, and. I would. Rudy comes close. Rudy for was. Me, Rudy was good. But, I, I. I'd put it. But but here here's the other thing with Rudy. Isn't Rudy the kind of movie you want to just fast forward to the last fifteen minutes? Like it, it is slow. A lot of it. Yeah. Yeah. It just it finishes really yeah. well. But it, whenever whenever I like Rudy comes on, it's like okay, um, let me let me remember it's on and try to get back. I don't want to go through this whole other part. Um, Anyway. Even like like you know talking about football well, movies like We Are Marshall. Okay, in real life, that's an unbelievable story, right? The movie was just eh. yeah, and it's real yeah, life. It, yeah, and it's real life. 
But the movie was not oh, very careful. Tread carefully there, Jeff. The star is a investor in our company. So, oh, that's right. That's I think all right, all right, all right. It yeah. occurs to me. I think I, we I are mean, Marshall everybody is the best else. sports movie of all time. Now that we <laughs> it's good I hadn't thought about that until you just said that. I'm sorry, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Dallas Buyers Club. I'm also going to put up there because <laughs> right. they probably discuss sports at some point. <laughs> that's right. Top ten movies by our venture capitalists. <laughs> Failure to launch. <laughs> Sailing. An underrated movie. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I think we're off. A time I think to we're kill. Off the rails now. Rifle shooting. <laughs> <laughs> Angels in the outfield. You know he's in that, right? He's, I don't remember that. Matthew what McConaughey. Very like before a time to kill. Before he really like you know hit it was, big. He was he was one of the angels in the outfield. Wow, that's not in this top one hundred, I believe. I think actually Matthew McConaughey probably would order that. <laughs> like. Y'all don't put that in. We tried to destroy that. All right. That was a. That Do was I a, sound like Matthew McConaughey or that Jeremy? Was a pretty. <laughs> there are two names you don't usually see here in the same sentence. Yeah. Angels in the outfield. Was I think a, we've probably reached the end of yeah, the show at yeah, this point, I, right? I'm glad Matthew. Matthew I'm glad yeah, Angels okay. in the outfield did not make the top 100. Um, yeah. If you want to feel good, everybody, uh, go watch Miracle or break. go watch a lot of the show, a lot of the movies on these. On this okay. list, not go go book, watch Breaking Away. But I mean, I, I tell you what, Paul. I think it Breaking Away is really good. Not Brian song. <laughs> well, if you know he's going to die in the end, it'll be okay. Uh, I think the actor's name yeah. is Paul Dooley, who plays one of the who plays the dad in Breaking Away. Uh, he uh, he owns mm-hmm. a used car lot, and he he's one of the he's he's hilarious. Um, I don't know if he won an Oscar for it or not. I think the the movie. Um, for his being made on a low budget, did win some awards, was nominated for some awards, but it's it's a great Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid is yes. in it about 22 years before he's in the Rookie, mm-hmm. which is yes. also on our list. Um, and and you'll recognize some you'll I'm recognize really some other this. people, uh, and then also Daniel Stern is in it. And he's very good. Um, yes, so yes, went to my high school. I'm sure he talks well, about that all school, the time. I think. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, everybody, hopefully we uh, didn't bring you down too much. And if we did, hopefully we brought you up in the end. Uh, Jeff, any closing thoughts? No. Uh, I, I, my wife and I are all caught up on Shit's Creek on uh, on Amazon and Netflix. So, I mean, that's... Which is a show. That is a show. That is, I, I'm, it's a show yes. and you spell it S-C-H-I-T-T-S. So don't... So, so yes. first of all, I think swearing is allowed on podcasts, but in this case, it was actually the name of the city, fictional yes. city. Yes. And and by the way, my wife they and I are, are through five episodes of Tiger King. That's how we're. That's the only show we're able to watch during all this. Is that I don't even know. Is that animated? The show that just progressively gets is more wacky. Animated? What is that? Every episode. Uh, huh. All right, everybody. Well, I hope everyone out there is dealing as best they can. I hope everyone's staying healthy, and I hope everybody is staying home unless you really need to go out for groceries or to, you know, if you're in the medical field. So anyway, everybody, hopefully we'll be back soon to talk about sports. We just stepped on their face with a hobnail boot and broke their nose. We just crushed their face.